Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the Whatever Podcast with Jen and Kirsten. Yay. Guys, guess what? What? It is our 20th episode anniversary. Thank you guys so much for listening. Or not listening. Yeah. Or not listening at all. But... This is an exciting day. This is a milestone. It is a milestone. I really didn't know if we would keep to it this long, (laughs) to be honest. And to celebrate, you know what they can do? What? They can buy our merch. That's right. Guys, come on. Support us. (laughs) Buy some merch. (laughs) We got hats. We got sweatshirts. You know what to do. We got all the things. They look really cool, too. Honestly. People people are eating them up. (laughs) (laughs) Yummy. There you go. That's how you can support us today. Any other thoughts? Mm, nope. All right. Um, so we were recording early in the morning yet again, <laughs> but I kind of like the morning vibes. I don't. Oh. Well, I'm always like super tired at night, so it just, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm becoming a morning person. Well, I don't mind waking up early, but I don't like waking up and five minutes later I have a microphone in my face. <laughs> That's true. I'm like, you should be used to this, miss. I know. Church? Yeah, but that's still like I'll get up an hour and a half before I have to be at rehearsal to like do my hair and makeup. So I still oh, have time. Oh, you kind of have like a minute. Yeah. That's true. Well, guys, we have an interesting. I feel like this is like a highly listened to topic mm-hmm. that a lot of people want to know more about in general. Yeah. Especially people our age, obviously. Uh, but we're going to be doing a part two to post-grad slash being in your 20s. Is that what it was called? Like No, it was just post-grad life. Okay. This is kind of a part two to post-grad life. And it's more so, I feel like, aimed at people in their 20s, this mm-hmm. episode specifically. Um, and we're going to do a different kind of style of episode today as far as flow. Like, we have... Two different segments we want to talk about and touch on. Mm-hmm. Um, so should I name them now or just kind of wait? Uh, you can name them now so that they know what to expect. Cool. Um, we're going to be talking about first best advice that we've been given. Um, obviously, Jen and I both have been given some advice at as all. we are both in our 20s. Um, but also back a couple months ago when we started our podcast, we did a Facebook poll because, you know, that's where all the older people live. Yeah. Oh. Um, so they have all the wisdom. And we said uh, best advice for people in their 20s. And mm-hmm. all of the boomers responded. So they did. <laughs> slash millennials. So we have some advice we just want to share and kind of just talk about and share our thoughts. Maybe we can mm-hmm. share like our honest opinions. Um, and hopefully y'all take away something from that. But then we're also going to talk about financial independence, um, here in a bit. And we both have firsthandedly learned how to... Firsthandedly? Is that a word? I think it is a word. Single-handedly. (laughs) Single-handedly. Same thing. We both have single-handedly learned how to become financial independent, I feel like. Yeah. Barely. I mean, like, (laughs) we both moved out of our apartment on campus in the, like while we were still in college mm-hmm. so very scary leap but we'll talk more about that yeah and maybe we can share that story of like mm-hmm. how we came about it but yeah all right that was a mouthful shall we begin yeah so i think we kind of just wanted to start with our own advice we've been given before yeah sure is there something that you distinctly remember it can be simple or it can be like a little more in depth but like something someone has said to you that stuck with you um the biggest thing for me is le- oh there was something hitting my face what that scared me. i don't know it was probably like a bug or something like that. Ah! i don't know um the biggest thing for me that i've had to learn i guess um is to simply not care what people think about me true and that seems like the most cliche thing and it kind of is but like i am the type that cares a lot almost too much what Mm -hmm. other people think about like the choices i make or the things that i do um and that can become very like blinding because then you're like not making decisions for yourself you're making decisions based off of like 
what other people want you to do. Yeah. And so that's been something that even here recently, like I'm, I've been trying to like break out of, um, and like be confident in decision making and be confident in like what I want to do and like not care if other people think it's weird or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's been the biggest thing for me is just don't, don't care as much. Cause honestly, like if you let other people's opinions rule your life, then you're never going to be like really, truly happy because you're not doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing it because I don't know. You told somebody that you wanted to go into a certain career field and then they were like, Oh, why? That's weird. And then you're like, Well, frick, is it weird? And then you start overthinking and it's a whole spiral. So just simply don't care. I've gotten to a point where literally when people say stuff, I'm like, Okay, cool. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting that you bring that up because i was literally talking to my sister about that the other night like making decisions for yourself i that's why i was on my phone Mm because i was pulling up the conversation and i won't read it out loud because we were talking about something personal but she just emphasized like it's helpful to get other people's advice and Mm -hmm. input but there comes a point where a decision needs to be your decision yeah and you can't let other people control that yeah because it's your life like and people need to respect what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people hear this advice all the time. But it's like until you're in the situation, it's like it goes in one year and out the other. Yeah. I think there's a level of, like she's saying, like you do need to get wisdom from yes. people. Like, because I think it's like it, you'd be like, what is the term? Like ignorant to just like yeah. try to make a decision without getting any input or seeking wisdom or asking the Lord. Like you can't do that either. But. There does come a point, yeah, where it's, yeah, you gotta, you gotta make that choice. Definitely. People can't make decisions for you. No. So, and I feel like it's a weird, I think it's weird for our age because we're, we were literally kids five years ago, Mm -hmm. technically. Yeah. And so we were so used to going back to our parents for advice or Mm -hmm. like talking to adults about things. And now it's like, I mean, it's great to get advice, but like now we're at a point where we are adults. Yeah. And I think that's a very jarring thing to like go from, I mean, in college, they literally had us, they made us refer to our parents for things. Do you remember what? that? Like they would, at least for loans and stuff. Like I had to talk to my oh, parents well, about stuff yeah, and like, loans. I never, like that I sort of thing. And so that was even instilled in us I in thought college. You, I thought you meant like, like professors. I was like, oh, what? No, I meant like more of the logistics side of things. Like we couldn't just do things on our own. So it's like now that I'm, at least in my experience. So like now that I'm out of college, it's like, oh, I don't need to talk to my parents. Or like the whole, like remember when you um, had to get your parents to sign when you went to the doctor's office and stuff like that? Like what? Like, um, shoot just i forget i'm trying to remember i don't really remember but like there was a bunch of things when you were 18 below oh you had yeah, to yeah, have yeah, your yeah. parents be involved with yeah, yeah yeah but now it's like oh i see what you think we're you not mean, in yes. that phase i'm following I'm yeah anyways i was so confused i was like what kind of experience did you have <laughs> they're like you need to skip class you need a, a mommy and daddy note <laughs> to skip your class yeah no they would literally do stuff like that for me what not Girl. like to that extent but nah no they the the yeah loans were the big thing um but i mean that makes sense because like you don't as a 18 year old or whatever you don't have any credit yeah. or anything you have nothing like backing you up yeah for that. And i'm not saying it's a bad thing from that time i'm just saying it's to different. not be from to not have to do that yeah. anymore is yeah. like oh dang like that's crazy and it just kind of like no one tells you when it switches. It just no. does. Yeah. <laughs> the silence. <laughs> okay. Mm. I kind of had another one too. Okay. Um, go for it. You. Or, why did I say you? Sometimes I just like my brain is like computing and I start talking, but I'm not trying to actually start talking yet. Does that ever happen to you? Yes. I like. Okay. Anyway. You're thinking out loud. Yeah. Um, I was just talking to a friend about this yesterday, um, but we were talking about, like, 
setting boundaries with people in like friendships and relationships and whatnot and she was talking about how like um her basically like her uh, counselor was like you know it's easier for someone to set boundaries when they love themselves if you don't like have love for yourself it's very difficult to set boundaries for yourself true and i was like dang i haven't thought about that in forever because that's also something that my my old therapist counselor whatever you want to call her like she had hit on that with me too of like when you don't have any like respect for yourself or anything like that like it's impossible to set a boundary or if you care about other people more than yourself Mm -hmm. in an unhealthy way yeah like obviously we want to care about people but yeah if you yeah like you're saying if you're not being kind to yourself Mm -hmm. or care about your own opinions then that happens so basically you have to love yourself love you should go and love yourself that's a good song but no that's like a like that's like a narcissistic song but if you like the way you look that much baby you should go and love yourself why does it sound so sweet though no it sounds like a love song and Mm. then when you hear the lyrics it's like (laughs) oh (laughs) but anyway you should learn to love and respect yourself enough so you can you know not have people walking all over you yeah it's mm. anyway i have a piece of advice sorry i'm yawning (laughs) um this was something that i learned a little too late but i kind of was given this advice off and on throughout my experience in college um but what i was told was be wise about deciding to go to college or finishing college not everyone needs to Mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of controversial for some families because some parents are like very adamant about going to college because it used to matter like and nowadays i feel like more and more some careers don't need that and obviously there are some that do like Mm -hmm. if you're wanting to be an accountant you probably got to go to school sorry (laughs) to tell you but like for example i was studying music and so at the time i just went because i thought it was like the next step Mm -hmm. but i had so many people that's all people like tell you to do yeah when you graduate high school there's like no other option yeah unless you go to trade school or whatever but like that's they always say edu- some sort of education. education. Yeah. And I wish I would have trusted that more. Mm-hmm. Like knowing when to stop. Because you don't have to finish. Man, if you wouldn't have gone to Trevecca, we wouldn't have met though. We wouldn't I know. It's a, I don't right regret now. it necessarily <laughs> because obviously my life would look very different now. Yeah. You'd still but, be in Indiana. But I would probably have saved a lot of money. Yeah. So I think that's good advice for those y'all who maybe don't have a requirement to yeah, be in college i think that's that's i'm literally the only kid in my family that's that has a college degree yeah i'm the only one and it's because and like my siblings are very successful with the things yeah. that they do and it just takes determination like if you want to do something do it like i yeah. think that's the biggest thing is like when people don't go to college like again we're young we're 17 18 age and it's like there's still that level of immaturity of like maybe not being disciplined enough to like just like go right into a career or something like that you know like you're still kids so i do think that like college offers a bit of support and like helping you grow for sure but my dad um told jude because jude went to school for a year and he was like i hate it like i don't i don't he was doing music and he was like there's no point I don't want to be here, blah, 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 blah. And so my dad was like, you can either stay in school or you can drop out, but you have to finish your EP by the end of this year. So like having something. Right. Having some kind of like guide of like, okay, I'm working towards something. Yeah. And so if you can do something like that for yourself, that's what you did. He dropped out and he recorded his first EP Hmm. and like, but it was having that, like he still had, had a goal. Right. So if you can be disciplined enough self-disciplined enough to do that yeah yeah why like you don't need to i think another option could be an internship like yeah at least doing something that like you said is growing Mm -hmm. you you Um, gotta have an internship to graduate anyway might as well just true (laughs) so you might as well get it out of the way yeah (laughs) if you ever go to college but anyways 
that's, that's advice that i was given um i feel like i have other advice but i i don't know if it's like cheesy or whatever <clears throat> so i'm just not gonna say it do you have any others before we move into facebook no let's advice? move into facebook because i feel i don't want to like give too much of our own because we have a lot from facebook y'all no we have like 30 comments yeah these these people went crazy uh okay feral so for background for y'all jen has not heard any of these yeah i have not i posted it like six months ago and we're just now looking over them again and i haven't even read them so i guess what we'll do is i'll just read them off yeah kind of slow and if you're like i want to talk about this one then we'll talk about it first invest into retirement okay i will say i don't even know how to do that okay so (laughs) we were literally talking about this with our other roommate yesterday because she was talking about having to set up retirement and i was like it is crazy to me that we are at that age where like that's a thing literally i'm like no one's told me how to do that yeah that was never a class right no no i mean like in high school and like i think my sophomore year of college i took a financial class but like that that was that was that was my 8 a.m i literally don't talk to me about finance what was the finance what was that class called that we had to take financial um oh shoot with yeah hang on no i didn't take we have to bleep that out oh why it was a good thing yeah but we don't want to anyways not consensual what was that class called though financial stability financial stewardship stewardship that's what it was y'all mine was an 8 a.m unfortunately so i did not listen no but retirement like then when i think about it i'm like yeah i should do that because so basically the way that it works is it's basically like a little saving like a normal savings account but it has interest on it so when you put money in the longer it sits the interest builds and your base it's basically like free money essentially yeah so when you invest into the savings account over time the interest goes up and it builds up and it builds up and that's how you like poof randomly have thirty two thousand dollars but it takes time yeah so and investment and like i i need to do that because i would love to be a millionaire when i'm 60 years old literally though so so i think that is good advice i just think a lot of young people don't know how to do that because we've never been taught that yeah so sorry y'all it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to like have the drive to save for retirement if you don't have the drive to save now too i think that's a big thing like you have to be able to learn how to just save on like have an emergency net as dave ramsey calls it really and it's like when you're saving for that like then you can think i think a little bit better like oh saving this way is easy i can throw in fifty dollars a month Mm -hmm. in a retirement fund you know that's really not that much money like much of a sacrifice right now mm-hmm. yeah so good advice good advice Re- save for retirement yep it's the game of life which <laughs> which way are you gonna choose Ooh. <laughs> okay next couple someone said i mean okay disclaimer some of these are gonna be cliche yeah but if we need to like break them down or whatever we can still talk about them this one says life's too short don't put off until tomorrow what you can and should do today mm um next one says enjoy yourself it goes by very fast i've heard that so many times that life goes by so fast life does go by fast and I, i'm not saying not enjoy yourself but we, we have different opinions we, we have very different opinions because <laughs> i don't mind getting older like like i don't mind the thought of being 30 years old like that does not scare me so it's not in a sense of like i don't enjoy my 20s but like I'm not going to not enjoy my 30s or my 40s or my 50s. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will say less and less like the older I get or the older I get, the less I desire to be college aged again. Like I think I used to always like want to stay that age. You literally said you'd you would rather stay 16 or 17 forever than (laughs) turn 30 tomorrow. (laughs) Like you said that like two months ago. Yeah. (laughs) I Well, I'm just saying like. (laughs) I I still struggle with that, <laughs> but I'm more appreciating the age I'm at now than yeah. I ever have before, and I think that just comes with age. Like if if you're personally in a place where you're like, man, I'm really dreading getting older, I feel like from a person that kind of still struggles with that, but has been better about it. 
I feel like life just it doesn't get worse like it gets better the older you get yeah and not to be afraid of that like not to be afraid of getting older preaching to the choir but yeah all that to say do you hear that dog going crazy outside is that Maisie (gasps) that is she going crazy (laughs) anyways um let's see okay someone said to invest we were talking about that being god's word every day yep true facts y'all know that don't care about what people think yeah we already talked about this one's tea wear face lotion oh yeah y'all better not get wrinkles put that lotion on and every your, day and your sunscreen wear your sunscreen Literally every day though. such a small thing but like it'll catch up with you and listen you don't have to get like the bougiest skincare like Literally, The Ordinary is a great option. It's cheap, but it's good skincare. Like, just take care of your skin. Literally. It's the largest organ on your body. Mm-hmm. Take care of it. Your body's a temple. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said, love yourself even on the hard days. Mm-hmm. Listen, learn to listen to God's voice. Mm. And do we want to talk That's about that move on? Listening to God's voice. I think some people have a hard time like differentiating between what is like the Lord's voice and what is their own voice and even like what is the enemy's voice like yeah. speaking to you. And I think the biggest takeaway I have from that was uh probably one of the only times my brother Jude taught a sermon at our youth group cuz he Aww. he led worship more but he did he taught a sermon one time and it was on hearing the voice of the Lord and he was talking about how basically the the synopsis or like how you can distinguish it is like the lord is only ever going to speak things to you that are true that are uplifting that are encouraging like anything that is not like pure pure and anything like that is not going to be from the lord like the Lord doesn't want to like make your life miserable and the Lord doesn't want to make you anxious. And if you are feeling anxious and like, maybe there's something that the Lord is trying to like deal with in you, like get Mm -hmm. you like to work out. Like I mentioned in a few episodes before of like, if the anxiety is in your control, then the Lord might press on that and be like, Hey, there's a situation you need to take care of and you need to do it. But like the Lord's never going to like, sit there and tell you oh you're worthless and mm-hmm. you don't matter also like that is straight up the enemy speaking yeah and he's speaking about himself because that's not true about you because the lord only speaks good things and pure things and encouraging things over mm-hmm. you so if it's not that and it's not biblical yeah it's not the lord that's what i was gonna say it needs to align with scripture if mm-hmm. it doesn't then that's probably the enemy or your own self mm-hmm. like putting a thought in your head mm-hmm. um but i will say i was watching um something an interview recently about this exact thing and this person said like the more you grow close to god the more your thoughts become his thoughts mm-hmm. that's not to say we get it right every time but like you can trust that more and more mm-hmm. when you spend time with the lord because you know that you become more like him you become more like the people you hang around yeah, if you're, you're hanging, hanging out with God, him, boom, <laughs> you're set. <laughs> but True. still have wisdom, though, and, like, yeah. check yourself. But that was just a thought that I heard the other day. That's good. Um, Let's see. Avoid debt at all costs and learn to budget, which we'll talk about. You want to save that for yeah, later? Yeah, let's save that. Okay. Um, This one's so sweet. Someone said, a dream is priceless and something no one can ever take away. Don't lose track of it. They also said, don't compare. The more you move toward your dream, it'll move towards you. But also, it's okay if your dream changes. Mm. I think that's really sweet. That's good. It's okay if your dream changes. I love Y'all, that. my dream has changed <laughs> multiple times. But that Same. doesn't mean that I failed at something. And that doesn't mean that you failed at something if your dream changes. Literally. Just things change as you get older. It's so normal. I, th- I felt guilty when my dream changed because mm-hmm. for the longest time I wanted to be an artist. Yeah, same. And like do the whole rock star thing or whatever. Like just go be, on a world tour. Yeah, like tour and stuff like that. And now for a long time in the, the transition, I felt guilty that I didn't want that anymore because I felt like I was letting my child, like my younger self, self down. down. Yeah. yeah. 
And, but now that I've chosen to change my dream and have allowed that, I feel so much happier and way less anxious. So yeah, it's totally okay if your dream changes. And that's normal. Mm -hmm. Like probably most people, it's rare to like know what you want to do from a young age and stick with it. That's, yeah, that's, that is some beef that I have with college. (laughs) Beef. Beef. Because like. It is like, how do you expect an 18 year old to know what they want to do for the rest of their life? Yeah. Like, that's so hard to pinpoint. And like, I'm 23 and I don't know fully what I want to do with the rest of my life. So take it with a grain of salt. It's okay if your dream changes. Like, you're, everything's fine. You're good. Everything's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I love that one. Mm Mm-hmm um okay i'm filtering through some of these because there's some debt ones don't go into debt at all someone said (laughs) i don't agree with that but um stay teachable don't Mm -hmm. put yourself in private situations that make it difficult to resist temptation Mm. that's a good one but that's a word for anybody yeah um listen to counsel and accept discipline that you may be wise um let's see that's good it all goes back to wisdom literally and where and where are you getting your wisdom from because if you are trying to justify a decision or something you're doing you are likely going to find people that are going to encourage that in you you're going to avoid people that are going to call it out does that make sense yeah so like where are you getting your wisdom from because if you know it's something that you maybe shouldn't be doing or you're just trying to justify something then maybe you should seek wiser counsel than somebody that's just going to be like, you do you, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. You need someone to be the, the hard friend. Yeah. Someone told me that I was the hard friend. I remember you them. saying that. And I like honestly took that as a compliment. It's good to have both, but yeah. Yeah. They were like, I know that when I need to be told the truth, I go to Genesis. And I was like... <laughs> wow honestly thank you for that <laughs> that was so sweet <laughs> yeah that's true i feel like you are i feel like a lot of people don't want to be the hard friend but and i feel like i used well, to you don't want to be the enemy or like the bad cop yeah like that's never a fun situation to be in and i think that's that's something like that i've been learning in the not caring what people think because i think i used to not be the hard friend mm-hmm. i used to be the very just like supportive like you know, if you're happy, blah, 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 kind of friend. But now I'm like, I don't got time for that. No. No. <laughs> I'm going to tell it how it is. <laughs> if you like it, good. If you don't, sorry about it. <laughs> um, This one I took offense at. Oh? <laughs> and maybe you could tell me if you, if this rubs you the wrong way. Okay. Why am I scared? You don't know this person, so it's fine. Um, They said you don't know it all. I'm like none of us know it all am i just being like i think you're taking that a little offensively being the hard friend (laughs) (laughs) well i'm just saying like like i don't think anybody knows what they're doing i think people know what they're doing i think at a certain age i think my parents know what they're doing for sure hmm but i think that like it's not that my parents know everything but they have lived enough life to like be wise in decision making and like yeah. no, like that's that's what i mean by that it's not that like there's somebody that like cuz you always you're always growing you never stop growing you never stop learning and i'm not saying that like even you know people in their 60s are always right or whatever yeah. but like you live enough life to like have a decent head on your shoulders to know enough to get you through life because think about like i think about my parents story and the stuff that they've walked through and the stuff that they've overcome mm-hmm. and i'm like i have so much to learn from the things that they've walked through in yeah, the 40 for years sure. of marriage. like i totally get that perspective yeah like they've just lived more life than us. yeah and i think that's a big thing is like yes we're in our 20s but there's this thing of like it is very like i i know what i'm doing and i don't need advice because i know like there I know. is that stigma. there's that like arrogance and i've been there before i remember i was dating somebody i shouldn't have been dating oh. 
and <laughs> i literally told my parents i was like which well, one <laughs> well <laughs> oh gosh and i told my parents i was like i'm an adult i was 19 i was like i'm an adult so, I, so I can date him and my parents were like okay like <laughs> good luck so they're don't i think what they're basically trying to say is like don't be arrogant like you don't yeah. know everything that you think you do which i don't feel like i'm that way at all i'm more so on the end of none of us know anything yeah but i think that is true that like obviously people have lived longer yeah. have more life experience so and learn from them rather they're trying to save you pain and anxiety yes. and trauma they're tr- like when people are speaking into your life like that they speak most of the time they're speaking from experience they're trying to protect you right even if it comes across as you know like harsh mm-hmm. but i know it's never easy to hear things you don't want to hear it's never easy no <laughs> um okay next take any opportunity to increase in knowledge which we kind of talked about um counseling isn't for people who are weak or broken we all need it it's not weakness to ask for help it's wisdom Mm. Mm -hmm. that's the t sis i agree but also i'm a firm believer that you're you shouldn't just pick a random counselor they should be a good source of wisdom for sure they should 100 percent be a good source of wisdom that's why I loved going to a Christian counselor because I knew she wasn't going to like contradict my beliefs. Um, And actually, I don't know how we got this pairing, but she was like a uh, like spirit filled Christian. Mm. And like that was like I didn't ask for that in my form, but it literally just like the Lord made that happen. And so like I think that you need to be wise in who you are getting your counsel from for sure because there's a lot of bad counsel out there yeah i'm thinking of my counseling experience more specifically Mm -hmm. because i had two different counselors yeah in my time in college the first one she was like really weird like we would literally do yoga and like breathing acts like i didn't do that a lot of stuff like very hippie energy and i was like this is not for me and then i went to my second one and she was a christian and she was awesome yeah so i don't know like i i don't know why trevecca yeah hired her um but it completely changed my experience to be with the right person Mm -hmm. especially somebody with the same background Mm -hmm. but yeah it's important for sure wise counsel yeah and wise counsel doesn't always mean going to a therapist it can also mean like talking to a trusted adult Mm -hmm. about anything pastors mentors yes yeah Okay, this next one is kind of funny because oh I just want to know the tea. <laughs> this person said, don't marry the first person that comes along. True. I wonder what she been through. <gasps> Wait, can I see who it is? Yeah. Do I know who it is? It's some old lady. No. Oh. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That's tea though because imagine if we married our first boyfriends. Okay, I do. I'd ha- be divorced. I do. But I would be too. <laughs> I think that they're... I think it depends because I know plenty of people that married their first boyfriend and <sighs> they are happily married it plays with, with children. The wisdom, though. It's yes. the wisdom that yes. is the key. But like I know a couple like they literally they started liking each other when they were 12 years old. Oh, oh I know who it is. Yeah. And they got married. It's not every case. Yeah. But I see what she's saying. But you do have to be wise in that. That doesn't mean that you should just go around marrying the first person that <laughs> you date. But there is a sense of wisdom that comes with that. But yeah, Definitely. I'm glad I did not marry the first person I dated because my life would be, um, oh, it would be not fun. <laughs> and I was so hard headed about that. Yes. And it's like, I was just young and puppy love and that sort of thing. Well, you liked the, the attention and the chase. Yeah. And it's like the first time ever you got attention from a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just different. But doesn't mean it's love. Yeah. All right. Someone what said, is love? Sorry, that baby, just don't my head. hurt me. <laughs> don't uh. hurt me. <laughs> no, no more. <laughs> Remember when we did karaoke? Yes. <laughs> People said that was so we funny. We need to bring that back. Maybe another day. Okay. Somebody said, "Travel at every opportunity." It's a good one. Love God and live <laughs> for God. If you do both, your ho- 
Wait, if you do both of those with your whole heart, everything else will fall into place. Mm-hmm. So Trust the Lord, lean not on your own understanding, and all yep. your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path smooth and straight. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. There you go. Look it up. Boom. Someone said, learn to be in control of your emotions instead Ooh. of allowing your emotions to be in control of you. Oh, oh that is tea. That's good. That is. Read that again. They need to hear that. You again. need to hear this again. Write this down. Learn to be in control of your emotions instead of allowing your emotions to be in control of you. Dang. That, that is a word. That's fire. We could talk about that the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's been something like um, dating Joe. He is very logical and I am very feelings based. And that's something that he's really like helped me grow in is like I would always make a decision based off of like how I'm feeling. And mm-hmm. he's like, I hate to break it to you, but sometimes what you're feeling isn't right. Yep. And I'm like, oof. Uh-huh. And so I've learned to like trust like logic in some things or like facts. Yeah. Like, so when I feel myself evidence. getting, yeah, tangible evidence, when I feel myself getting like overly emotional, I'm like, wait, is this even accurate? Is this <laughs> even true? Like, why am I feeling like, again, or not again see my brain did it again okay (laughs) anyway uh if you're like no one likes me and i suck and all this stuff and it's like okay when has anyone ever looked you in the face and said that they don't like you and if they have they are insecure that's not about you it's about them Mm -hmm. they're projecting they're projecting but if you like you have to think about like when i think like i I don't i like i don't think people like me i'm like what evidence is there to back that up oh none okay not true or like maybe that's a bad example but any you can use that formula for anything but jeremiah 17 9 says the heart is deceitful Mm -hmm. above all things that's the t listen you know what's funny is Joe sent me that Bible verse forever ago because we were talking about that. I was like, well, my, like I like follow my heart. And he was like, why? And he sent me that verse. He was like, your heart is deceitful. <laughs> Not like me personally, but like yeah. the heart is deceitful. And I was like, <gasps> I think the best way to describe feelings is that it's a gauge. It's not yeah. a way to, it's not a thing to follow, but just something to kind of gauge your inner self Mm -hmm. so it's i think they're important god created them for a reason feelings but they're not something that we can stand on Mm -hmm. 100 percent of the time so there's again it's all about balance for sure yeah this says so this was regarding a certain situation that i was you found it that fast I, i did um and you know i was talking about i said uh like logistically i can't choose blah 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 because feelings are more credible to me than logic and he was like i could tell that there was something he wanted to say and he wouldn't say it and i was like i Mm. can't tell if you're being passive or not this was before we were dating yeah and he was like um he said it's still biblical that the heart is deceitful and you could end up waiting blah 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 and maybe it does happen or you could end up waiting a long time and wasting that time on something that will never happen and you'll learn a valuable lesson so it's like picking and choosing i'm not going into the backstory of what the situation was but he is basically saying like your heart is telling you to do this one thing but you could end up wasting a huge chunk of your time by doing that and like at some point you have to think of the the facts the logistical yeah that's important whatever yeah very important all right we have just a few more okay or actually i think we only have one more my bad that's fine we can switch to the the financial let me read through this one and see if there's anything in this we may want to talk about (laughs) should i just read it sure it's kind of long they said a lot of things multiple (laughs) pieces of advice 
She said, live life, do big things, and yet stay present in the small and quiet moments of the day to day two. Mm -hmm. Every day holds something to learn and a new way to grow. Keep your eyes open to see it and your ears attuned to the voice of the Almighty. Mm. Enjoy the ride. Something I was thinking of the other day. Um, There's a typo. I don't know what that is. Oh. But just she was saying life is like a roller coaster. And when it's our life we rarely enjoy the r- the ride or attuned to the thrill of being on the roller coaster that mm-hmm. is life so no matter what gets thrown your way always enjoy the ride find the joy it's present because he is present mm. so that's good go. yeah that's good all right y'all i hope that was helpful mm-hmm. yeah well just quick shift of gears um another thing with being in your 20s is is learning to be financially independent and financially yeah. stable and we don't have this fully figured out by any means yeah but we do i feel like have or at least we've learned a lot yeah we've we've learned how to be wise we can with money sometimes. yeah <laughs> do we want to just like share how that progression happened like from college to now just like sharing like how when we moved out yeah, and well, made that leap. Well, I was gonna say the biggest thing was like, I think our biggest factor was we knew we didn't want to live on campus anymore, and so we knew we wanted to live off campus, which meant we had to have money for rent. So that like, yeah, gave us enough drive to be like, we want to be financially stable so that we don't have to live here anymore. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So that's probably how it'll start for you. Maybe it's moving out. Maybe it's you're wanting to save for a car, or Maybe. you're wanting to save for. What? Maybe you have roaches in your apartment. Oh my gosh. At Treveca. Yeah. And you're needing to and get black out. mold that they said wasn't black mold, but literally, it was black but mold. it literally was. Yeah. Um anyway. Whatever your situation is, we've been there. There's typically a driving factor. Yeah. And that's where we got. And so we started looking at places. And I, I think it, the important thing is to like it's nice to dream. Yeah. And like when there is that dream there, then it makes it a little bit easier to want to save. And if you have somebody like a friend that's doing it with you, mm-hmm. that's obviously helpful. Yeah. So I think like I know that then it was like we wanted to save to move out. And now for me, it's like I want to save for like so that I know I'm like f- I am financially stable when I get married. Like yeah. I, I want to know that I'm like I'm not wavering on that you know mm-hmm. or I'm not, I'm not like struggling on like learning how to save or whatever like yeah. that's that's my drive now is like wanting to make sure that I'm setting myself up for a good future and so I think the biggest thing at least with like moving out is it's it's very different now because our economy is very different like back yeah. then rent was so cheap well what we did to start out though was as a a baby step into transitioning mm-hmm. when we moved out we jen and i split a room for a whole year well maybe let's back up even further let's back up even further you have to be careful with this but kirsten and i made the decision a year or so before we moved to get credit cards to help with our credit score because a lot of places are going to want to see your credit score for rent purposes now you have if you have bad spending habits maybe don't get a credit card because then you're going to be in trouble yeah but we used it for basic things like or i i don't know about you but i used it for basic things like i would get my gas on my credit card i did too or my groceries and then i would pay that off something you can pay off immediately yeah and you have the money for and that helped build credit so then looking at places and applying to places became a lot easier because we had a history of credit. Yeah. So I think that's a good first step is find ways to increase your credit. Cause unfortunately you have to have credit for a lot of things, but it's like people look down on having a lot of debt. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. There's just like, everyone has a different a opinion, but we, in our experience, that was a really important factor. Yeah. So then moving to, what you can do to save money, I guess, is when we moved out the first time, like Kirsten said, we found a third roommate and got a two-bed, two-bath apartment, but Kirsten and I shared the master. Yeah, and we justified that because we were like, this, 
we don't mind sharing a room because one we're trying to save money but also two we were literally doing that at Trevecca anyway yeah, and so we would no rather difference. be in a nicer private situation mm-hmm. in an apartment than be on campus mm-hmm. so that was kind of what played into our decision yeah and we got cheap rent that way how much was it i think four? it was it was like 418 420 ish and what's funny is Perverse. when we decided that i was terrified i know because i had never paid for something that expensive per so, month every so i was month. like oh lord we're taking a leap but like honestly I wish we, we still had that rent. literally though that was such a good time our rent has almost doubled <laughs> yeah it's but it's like at some point you just have to be willing to take the risk yeah. even though it sounds terrifying because we've never paid for mm-hmm. bills like that before i think that was something that not that i told you to take the risk but you, i remember you talking y- to me about you it. kirsten was so terrified because i was like what if i can't pay it like, and i was like kirsten <laughs> if you do it then you will have to force yourself to find yeah. a way to pay it and we worked it out like it ended up being so easy yeah so i think you realized a few months then you were like oh this isn't bad. This isn't that bad. And I was like, I know. You just had to do it. I literally worked at Jenny's like 12 hours a week. Yeah. And I had enough money. You just have to commit sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing too is like it is terrifying. But again, if you're in that situation, you are you have to learn how to make it work. So in my head, it's like yep. rather than being like, oh, I can't do it until this. Just it was like it out. you can. I again, I work well under pressure. So like having that pressure, of I have to come up with this money. It was like, okay, I have to work. Mm-hmm. I literally have to work to live. Yeah. So that was a good driving force. You'll figure it out. <laughs> but find ways. And even if it's not like, you know, you can't share a room with somebody. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You you can find, depending on the area in which you live, like I'm sure there's cheaper options out. Yeah. We We live in the city, so it's a little different, but there's outskirts if you don't mind driving that are cheaper mm-hmm. options and totally yeah. i think another po- important piece of advice for this too and maybe this applied more when we moved into this apart this house sorry mm-hmm. where we each had our own bedroom and our our rent is like what 750 mm, now 720 720 um this probably applies more now but knowing when to leave a job and taking a risk Mm -hmm. because i worked at jen jen and i both worked at jenny's for a while and it was good money but like for what we pay now here it just wasn't worth the strife we like (laughs) Like it just wasn't a job we enjoyed and we wanted to work at a higher paying job but also work somewhere that we actually liked if we would have worked 40 hours a week at jenny's we would have been able to live here but comfortably it's like 40 hours but 40 there. hours in an ice cream shop does not no. sound fun and now now i work a job where i get paid ver- like plenty mm-hmm. and i work 28 hours mm-hmm. and it's like it's perfect and jen you work more but like you work at home so mm-hmm. it's, it's just better yeah so knowing when to like take that risk and trying other places you don't have to and we've talked about that before mm-hmm. on this podcast yep not staying in the same place because you're unhappy plug like, our first episode yep go don't, watch that don't <laughs> don't mind the sound quality of that episode but <laughs> we had good word though we did a good word that's our that's still our most streamed episode yep. people ate that up and still do anyway yeah learn learn when to take that leap of faith definitely um i think we talked about retirement a little bit mm-hmm. saving i think a big thing goodness yawning is uh, like definitely save 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 you never know when you'll need it because there have been instances where like maybe i didn't work as much in a certain month and i was like okay well thank god i had my savings to fall back on for rent because or something happened with the car or or, or, oh my gosh all the car issues someone's birthday comes up and you forgot and you're like oh i gotta buy them like that stuff always happens yeah so the the Dave Ramsey rule of thumb True. <laughs> was to have a five hundred dollar safety net. That's he moved it to a thousand now. He did. Yeah. In high school, it was five hundred dollars. So now, a thousand dollars. But just have a safety net. But that that yep. never goes away. That way, if something happens, you always have it. You have some level of preparation, mm-hmm. which I think is good. It it seems daunting to get there. Oh, this is what I wanted to share. But something that I actually loved doing was. Um, <laughs> the 
basically it's called the envelope system but i just did it all through technology but basically you label an envelope one through 100 and then every week you pick an envelope and whatever that number is on the envelope that's the amount you put into your savings Mm. or in that envelope i just did it through my banking app because i didn't want to pull cash out and all that kind of stuff so it'd be like one week i would pick an envelope and it'd be like five dollars okay five dollars in my savings and then the next week it'd be like fifty six dollars i'd be like okay i put fifty six dollars in my savings and you do that so then it like breaks it up and you're not like oh i'm putting every week i'm putting three hundred dollars in my savings account blah blah it just like it gives you a buffer every time and sometimes you're putting a dollar and sometimes you're putting ninety nine dollars but that helps you save like how would you how would you multiply that what do you mean like For like how much you would save? Yeah, it would be like oh, one plus two plus, two plus three. three plus four plus five plus six. What, is, what is that called? Let me let me try. Hold on. Or just calculate it. <laughs> this is how you do it. Five thousand fifty. Yeah. So, so that's, that's still like that's a lot. That's a good savings amount. Yeah, that's five thousand dollars right there. If you just do that little for a whole hundred days right yeah yeah 100 days and wow, if you, and if that's you, kind of and if you did that crazy. two times a year you'd have 10 grand that's crazy and that's, that really puts it into perspective mm-hmm. and if you did it three times because then there's 365 mm-hmm. days then you'd have 15 grand like it's if you if you just break it down i think it's daunting to think like i have to save fifteen thousand dollars but if you like if you take your end goal and you break it down into more like attainable goals yeah then it makes it way less daunting. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think another practical thing for saving, um, and I also went to a Dave Ramsey convention recently, mm. so learned a lot there. But one thing they talked about was being selective about what you purchase slash pay for. So, like, subscriptions counts in that. Mm-hmm. I think people forget that we have, like, eight streaming platforms. You mm-hmm. do not need eight streaming platforms. Mm-mm. Or either that or you can totally share an account with somebody. Yeah. So, like, that's an important thing that adds up. Or, like, going out, we underestimate how much it costs to eat out. Mm-hmm. Like, it is. I had a Chipotle bowl and it cost $15 the other day. Mm-hmm. That is insane. And then, of course, like clothes and stuff, too. But I think subscriptions and going out are kind of underestimated, mm-hmm. especially as a young person. Well, and also, like, you forget, like, I have my Tezza ed- photo yeah. editing app that's $3 a month that, like, I forget about. Like, I mm-hmm. don't think about that. And then I'm like, man, that could have been $4 that yep. I saved every month. Totally. But, yeah, you, I think the... I was also just talking about this with a friend last night is I've, I love when budgeting, um, and maybe it's not even like considered budgeting, but just, I make an Excel sheet with every single one of my expenses. Mm. So I say what the expense is, like if it's Spotify, if it's rent, if it's whatever you want it, whatever it is. I say when it comes out of my account and how much is coming out of my account. Mm -hmm. So then I know like when stuff is shifting. And so then from there you can budget like, okay, I spend a lot of money on eating out because of convenience. So like, how can I limit that and maybe like meal prep at home or something like that. So what budgeting app did you say you had? I don't have a budgeting app. Oh, I just use an Excel sheet. Because I have um an app. It's the Dave Ramsey one. It's called Every Dollar. I used to use Every Dollar, and then it kept glitching out for me, and I got frustrated, yeah, so I deleted it. I will say it doesn't really link to my bank account well, yeah. but I like it as a visual just mm-hmm. to kind of, like, check in and see, like, if I am meeting the goals that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, It's very, like, easy to read and, like, super simple. So if you need, like, an app, if that's kind of your vibe instead of a spreadsheet... I would recommend that one. Maybe Maybe not I'll linking. re-download it and see. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily work with linking for some reason for me, but it's just good visual. Yeah. Because I think you can like manually put in yeah. stuff. Yes. And you can totally do that. Yeah. Which that's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. So it then it kind of does work well with your bank account. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's good. I think another topic that could be brought up is tithing. Mm-hmm. Because I know that feeling when you don't make a lot of money and the last thing you want to do is give 10%. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, I don't know. I think people just don't make it an important thing for them. But the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. And it also puts your heart in check. And when you make that like your priority to give. Yeah, tight, your first fruits, y'all. Yes. The Bible talks about giving your first fruits. When you get that paycheck, send it away immediately. Mm-hmm. And I, You don't have to just tithe on, t- on Sundays. No. Tithe during the week. I That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe that the Lord blesses that. Mm-hmm. And he blesses sacrifice. Yep. So if that is a sacrifice for you, trust, you will be dealt with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will be blessed. You will, you will be dealt with. <laughs> No, I agree. Tithing is important. You should always be tithing. And I've seen the fruit of it in my life, too. Like, there was one time where I tithed a... It wasn't a lot, but I it was, like, what I had left from a bank account. <laughs> or in, in my bank account, to a degree, what I had left. And I was like, Lord, I feel like you want me to do this. So I did it. And I'm not kidding. I went to this is gonna sound like oh you i got an i got a new i my the next pay period so yeah i went to starbucks and my order was the same amount that i tithed and the person in front of me paid for all of it oh and i was like it was this thing of like i literally tithed that and sewed that and look at how that just like that was just taken care of for me yeah outside of it and i was like dang that would like blew my mind i was like that is crazy that is so crazy my mom always says if you think the lord doesn't or she says like if you if you think the lord doesn't care about numbers that's not true because he created a whole book Mm. called numbers (laughs) or his whole whole book numbers. he cares about your bank account but give him your first fruits trust him It's an act of worship to Mm -hmm. honor God with your money just as much as it is to go to church Mm -hmm. or like sing or pray. I think people forget that. Mm -hmm. So honor God with your money. Yes. Trying to think of anything else. Um, Have we talked about like comparison between people our age? Did we talk about that in the last post-grad episode? Oh, I don't remember. It's been so long. Because I feel like. That was five and a half months ago. Five months ago. Oh, dang. Five months ago yesterday. Because I feel like one hard thing for me for a while was like seeing other people our age just like going out all the time Mm -hmm. and like buying all these things. And I'm like, I can't afford that. Mm -hmm. But it's like comparison is a thief of joy. Mm -hmm. So like and also reality is they probably are just as poor as you. Yeah. They just are spending their money in different areas. Yeah. But prioritizing other areas. Yeah. But I feel like we talked about that probably but if not don't compare yourself that's why i low-key i love social media and that in the sense of like keeping up with people Mm -hmm. but i hate social media for that reason yeah like it causes (sighs) you to compare compare your life compare for some people it's comparing their marriage comparing their school experience compare like everything yeah that's like y'all we need to stop it (laughs) stop it don't compare and we're all not supposed to live the same life. Yes. Like, I even think about, like, as the body of Christ, like, I believe it's uh, Ephesians 4, talks about, like, we are all different parts of the body and we're mm-hmm. supposed to be, like, joined and fitted together. But, like, we all have different, um, what are they called? Like, strong suits yeah, or different, like, yeah, different gifts that, like, an elbow isn't going to do the same thing as a shoulder or your pinky isn't going to do the same thing as your pinky toe. Yep. Like, but that doesn't make any either one like less than another. They just all have different functions. And so you can't compare because maybe you're an arm and they're a leg, but they're still needed just the same. Yeah. And one's not greater than another. Good reminder. Yes. I feel like that's a good stopping point. Yeah, I think so too. I think we covered a lot. So, I hope you guys enjoyed. 
yeah i liked this episode mm-hmm. we haven't done like a topic no we haven't. topic based in a while but i think post-grad stuff is a very important topic at least to young people today yeah. like they i think everyone just wants to know what they're doing <laughs> and so they want to still figuring it out but yeah we're still figuring it out but I think there was a lot of wisdom in this episode. So yeah. hope that you enjoyed that. <laughs> Plug our merch one more time. Check Buy our merch. It's our 20th episode. At <laughs> the dot whatever podcast on Instagram. You can find our merch. Yep. As a pinned post on our profile. And yeah. Anyway. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Have well. a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye.